Hello, and welcome to Domain Investing with Jason of Florida. I'm Jason. I live in Florida. I love learning about technology and domain investing and building websites. During the day, I'm a software tester for a company that provides software as a service to businesses of all sizes. At night, I'm a husband to a nurse. My wife works at a prison, which is an interesting dynamic. And I'm father to four amazing and crazy boys. In today's episode, 1.11, I'll be previewing the 2020 Domain Registrar uh, Bracket, the South Region. And I messed that up a little bit. Should be the 2020 Domain Registrar Championship Bracket, first round of the South Region. And I want to talk about some current events. I want to talk a little bit about how coronavirus is impacting uh, me personally, and the state of uh, stores and some stuff going on around here in Northwest Florida. And I also want to talk about registering domains that start with uh, that contain coronavirus, or the you know the word coronavirus, not actual domains with coronavirus. <laughs> and also want to talk about an article by Elliot Silver. And I think Andrew Alleman also wrote an article about it, talking about don't do outbound domaining uh, of domains with the coronavirus word in it. But first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by my friends at SiteGround. Uh, I use SiteGround um, myself for a couple of my websites, uh, namely the affiliate site. I've been working on and then some cl- some uh, sites for my clients. It's very easy to use. They have free SSL certs. They're very friendly and helpful. I chat with them when I need their help. They have a nice interface. It's easy to use, and I highly recommend them. If you would use, if you like this podcast and 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 you're in need of some hosting, I'd appreciate if you check out my affiliate link. It's SiteGround dot com forward slash go forward slash Jason of Florida. That'll be in the show notes on my website. All right. So before I get into the South region breakdown, uh, let's talk about current events. <clears throat> so it's been a crazy week, right? In your life and mine and all of ours. Uh, coronavirus is indeed changing the world. Uh, I'm coping I'm doing okay. I'm I'm not a prepper um, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, locally, um, the beaches closed this weekend, Friday at midnight. They've closed all of our beaches. So down this area, that includes uh, Pensacola Beach, um, all the way down to, I'm not 100% sure about Destin, but I imagine Destin did because Panama City did, and just about all the way down the Gulf Coast beaches, public beaches are closed. Um, you cannot access them here locally. I live a couple miles from the beach, um, and you actually, to access it, you have to go over, you know, bridges, or if you're in Pensacola Beach, you got to go through a toll booth, and they have those uh, police officers stationed there. The only way you can get on the island there is if you 
uh, le- uh, re- excuse me, if you're renting a condo, if you uh, live there, they're just not allowing anyone onto the beach. Even if you live there, you physically cannot go onto the beach. The beach is completely closed. And that's because of the previous weekend. So it's spring break time. This time of year gets really busy down this way. And uh, we had some... Uh, it was a little unseasonably warmer. It probably got up in the 80s weekend before last. And I'm telling you, the traffic was crazy. And the beaches were packed. And I know this because Sunday, um, I did take my boys down to the beach. I didn't go to any of the main beaches where there were lots of folks. I went down to a beach where there's not a lot of people. And we were kind of secluded. And it was beautiful out. It was amazing. And it's, you know, it's been a long winter. It's been cold. Uh, I wanted to get out. I love going to the beach. It's one of the reasons that I live here. And so getting out was nice, but traffic to the beach was insane. And the beaches were packed with people. Uh, So as a result, uh, they've they've closed down many of the establishments. I think that the restaurants are open for pickup. Uh, although I'm not sure how that works in terms of getting on the island. Um, so going to the store around here, I talked to some family. Uh, I have a lot of, uh, not a lot, but I have some family that live up north a little bit in some rural areas. And they sound like they're doing okay in terms of supplies. And I can tell you here that it is problematic. Um, I noticed couple weeks ago that things started selling out namely you know (laughs) toilet paper for some reason and then some other paper products and then just this week it's been insane i went to the beach uh, excuse me i went to uh the store day before yesterday uh to stock up on a few items we're getting low because there are six people that live here none of them are actively in school as my children are out on spring break um so I've got a lot of people to feed and to take care of and to do laundry for and so on and so forth. So I went to the store, went to Walmart, uh, and it was something I've never seen before. And I'm not talking about just toilet paper and paper towels. I'm talking about just everything you can possibly imagine was either out or down low. If you look down canned food aisles, everything was gone. If you looked at rice, that was gone. Tuna fish. Um, one thing that stuck out to me was dishwasher tabs. You know, the little tablets you put in your dishwasher? There was a run on those. They had a limit. And I, me and my wife went uh, together, and I told her, I said, who in their, their minds is loading up on dishwasher tablets? Um, but it's everything. And it's quite shocking, uh, and it's very concerning. And, uh, interesting, right? And, and I hope that wherever you are, that you're able to get the things you need. Uh, actually, so at the only toilet, so, you know, we weren't, uh, supremely prepared for such a uh, situation. Um, you know, we go through a lot of things in this house, as you must know, uh, with large families, you go through a lot of stuff quickly, um, I was able to secure a six-pack of RV and boat toilet paper. Um, so 
I'm good to go for a few more days, and then hopefully some trucks make it down this way and resupply us. In the meantime, for me personally, I'm starting to I've, I've built up a little bit where I'm starting to think, well, if there's issues for a few days, we'll be able to get by. And uh, at this point, it looks like there are some a lot of people are doing that, and maybe several of them are going crazy. Um, so uh, please let me know. You know, uh, if you need anything, feel free to reach out to me, contact at jasonflorida.com, and I'll be happy to help you out any any way I can during this time. Uh, next thing I want to talk about is registering domains with coronavirus. Uh, so, <laughs> well, let me just jump right into the meat of the topic. There was a tweet a few days ago uh, from a gentleman that owned a, a cruise line. Or excuse me, he didn't own it. He was, you know, one of the the sea officers of a cruise line, I think. And he was basically blasting a domain investor who had reached out to him. And I remember uh, specifically about uh, what he had basically said. And I think it was on LinkedIn, or he included some screenshots, which are basically it was the domain investor reaching out to him saying, "Hey." I think he had like coronavirus cruise lines or something dot you know coronavirus cruise lines dot com or coronavirus cruise dot com and he reached out to this C office level officer at one of the uh I don't I don't remember what of which of the cruise ships it was, but it was basically saying, Hey, would you like to control this domain and you can control uh the dynamic of it, right? And I thought, when I saw it, I thought two things. I thought the first thing is, I didn't think, I thought, you know, I wouldn't do that. Um, first of all, because I don't do outbound marketing. Second thing is, um, I think it's a little tacky, um, but not superbly tacky. And I'll, I'll get into that in just a moment. And then the second thing I thought, I thought that was a really creative way that he reached out to this guy, right? He got his attention. Your job is to do sales. And he really, he got a response uh, and definitely wasn't what he expected. So uh, in response, Elliot Silver over at DomainInvesting.com wrote an article called uh, Don't Do Coronavirus Domain Outbound Marketing. Uh, and he quotes, let's see, I'm just looking at it right now. I think it's the same guy. He's the communications officer, Chris Chames, for Carnival Cruise Lines. And Chris was upset. He said, quote, this is Chris Chames, he was clearly trying to take advantage of a global crisis. And from a PR perspective, what did he think I would want to do with these domains? Use them to promote something? Why would we want to link cruising with coronavirus in a URL? And then uh, that was the quote. And then Elliot goes on to say, In my opinion, there's not a huge market for these domains, especially new registrations think there is a value for a very small number of domain names, but the vast majority of those registered domain domain names aren't worth much of anything. Um, 
And then he goes on to say, he says, if you would be embarrassed to share your Facebook page or LinkedIn that you that you bought and are looking to sell coronavirus or COVID-19 domain names, you definitely should not go out and buy them and do outbound marketing. All right, let's talk about this for a minute. <laughs> Listen, big corporations, medium-sized corporations take advantage of terrible things all the time in marketing to make money. Right? The only way you don't understand that is if you're 12. And listen, we're all trying to make money. And I'm not going to criticize someone else in their business trying to make money. I'm just not going to do it. I'm I'm not condoning it. I'm not going to say, hey, he should do that. I, I don't think he should. But I don't think he's doing anything worse than any large corporation has ever done. It's just how you do business. And when the dust settles, some of these domain names will sell. Right? That's the reality of it. Our job as domain investors is to is to turn a profit. Right? And that means... Registering domain names and buying domain names that can be more valuable in the future. And coronavirus has simply presented an opportunity to domain investors. And I don't think there's shame in that. Not at all. And you shouldn't be ashamed of it. Not saying that you should take advantage. And, you know, definitely, if you're a disgusting person, for example, if you were to have a website called coronavirusrelief.com and you collected donations and promised to give them to money to victims, but instead you bought a Ferrari, right? That's terrible. Don't do that. But if you're a legitimate business and you're trying to make money and that's what domain investors are, I see no shame in that. So make your money, folks. All right. Now I want to jump back into... Actually, before we go ahead... I just want to scroll through uh, Domain Name Wire article one more time and see if there's anything I kind of want to add. So what Andrew Allman said, and doesn't Andrew Allman have a great voice? All right. But what he says is, what he did... Okay, wait a minute. Maybe I'm out of context. There's nothing illegal about buying domain names related to the coronavirus with the goal of selling them. It's just dirty, reprehensible. That's what Andrew Alleman says, right? And I don't know if I agree with that, Andrew. Right? I think that everyone is guided by a moral compass. But I think I think something that uh, Rick Schwartz said to me uh, said to me in an email, um, and I think I put it in the article in the interview that I talked to him. Basically, he says. Don't let your opinions get in the way of making money, right? If you're a Democrat and you hate uh, President Trump, then there's no reason to share that information. Your job ultimately is to make money, and that's what you should do. Conversely, if you're a Republican and you love Donald Trump, then you don't, as a as a corporation, as a domain investor that is trying to sell domain names, you really shouldn't get caught up in those weeds, right? And ultimately, 
that's what we're out to do is make money. And as long as you use your best judgment um, and, you know, ask some people around you. You know, if you're like, hey, what do you think about this domain name? What if I reach out to this guy? What do you think about that, right? And ask several people and get some feedback that way. That's a that's a good, you know, probably you shouldn't do what you think because sometimes what I th- what I think, right? What we think of people as people is not always right. So run up by some folks, get some opinions and use really good judgment, right? Okay, now I'm going to jump into um, the South region. So let me tell you, I spent uh, a set down with my son who does my social media stuff. And I said, listen, this week, instead of doing the regular stuff, I really want to push this uh, domain registrar championship bracket. I can tell you that I have spent uh, several many hours putting this together. I had to throw a couple web pages up. That was actually the easy part. Then I had to figure out some uh, data to seed the bracket, to seed into the bracket. Then I had to find 64 domain registrars. And to be honest with you, a lot of these guys I hadn't heard about. Um, But it was a fun exercise for me, and I think it would be a fun exercise for the domain community. And really what spurred it is there was a post, and I'll put a link in my show notes, and names, pros, talk, and it was a poll that said, what is the best uh, domain registrar, right? And I think Epic won, and there was some conversation about uh, the CEO of Epic, and there's lots of folks from Epic on Names Pro, and, you know, are they skewing the results, and so on and so forth. And I thought, you know, we sh- I should really... What would be a good way to go through each registrar, compare what they have to offer, compare some pricing, compare their user interface, compare their products, and compare them one at a time against each other until we ultimately come up with the championship. Then I thought, hey, you know, I love basketball. I love college basketball. How And college basketball obviously is, is not happening right now. March Madness, the NCAA tournament was canceled. So I was like, hey, I'll throw together this bracket. And I'm so I was super stoked about it. I was highly motivated. I thought a lot of people would be interested in it. And I'm going to tell you, it's been a little slower and I'm a little disappointed. It's not catching on, but I think it will. So I'm going to go ahead and push through. Yesterday I spent... Uh, or excuse me, last week I spent several articles breaking down all the regionals, uh, the East, Midwest, South, and West. They're published and up on my website. Um, take a look at those there. There'll be links in the show notes. And then there'll be some podcasts uh, later on coming out about each bracket. All right. So without further ado, g- jumping into the bracket. So this bracket contains, um, you know, 16 uh teams or registrars as you were uh and the first game so let's just jump right into the first game and let me find my notes what you do with your notes jason all right first one i'm gonna jump right at it so i've got a couple browsers going uh so i wrote the article earlier this week and polished it up yesterday so the first one is the big one right the number one seed that and the number one overall seed in this bracket, 
where the number one seed in this bracket was GoDaddy, and GoDaddy is the number one overall seed. And I talk about seeding and how I seeded them in the article. It'll be in like the show notes if you're interested in that. All right, so the number one overall seed and the number one seed in the bracket is GoDaddy, and they go against 16 seed Dominion.Domains. And let me tell you that I think it's very cool that this is a... Uh, domain registrar using a new GTLD or, you know, we keep calling them new GTLDs, but until we learn uh, another way, right? So it's a new GTLD dot domains, Dominion dot domains. So Dominion there. So I'm looking at their website right now. They're a very niche registrar. They only offer one, two, three, four, five, TLDs, dot autos, dot homes, dot boats, dot yachts, dot motorcycles. Um, GoDaddy only offers registration on two of those TLDs, dot autos, and dot boats. So I think, you know, from their perspective, you know, looking at their website, they have a picture of a house. Um, they talk about premium domain financing. Um, they're saying, you know, get your get your email set up. So I think it's a very interesting niche for them, right? Um, Dominion offers a G Suite uh, email. At GoDaddy does not offer that. And they also offer uh, some interesting tools, which I don't think I saw, but maybe one or two other places, which is social media setup and optimization. All right, so to me, this is like the little engine that could, but listen... They're going against a big dog, right? GoDaddy, right? I think Dominion does against is doing a good job differentiating themselves from other registrars, um, but I don't think their services specifically target domain investors. Maybe if you were looking to get a .dot yachts TLD, but there are other other registrars registrars that offer that. Um, but listen, GoDaddy, look, GoDaddy has Marketplace. They have expired domains. They they got after deck integration, uh, you know, GoDaddy, right? And there's going to be plenty of time to talk about GoDaddy um, because, uh, you know, as we, as we move on through the tournament, because Go, GoDaddy, listen, they cleared the bench here, right? They had all their five-star players in. They got a big lead, um, and they overwhelmed Dominion start to finish, Right, and I put in. So I'm a big fan of college basketball. Do you remember a couple of years ago that a number one seed had never lost to a number sixteen seed, and then Virginia lost to, uh, I don't know, Mount St. Mary's or something. Anyways, I put that link in there. That was pretty cool. But GoDaddy didn't do that. Uh, they went ahead. They blew out Dominion Domain. So GoDaddy, they're advancing to the next round. All right. So next game. This is going to be the two seed Ionis. Let me just clear out my browsers a little bit so I can keep up going. Uh, oh man, I'm all out of order here. Oh, here we go. All right, this is going to be the two seed Ionis versus Net Zone CH, the 15 seed. So Ionis uh, was established in 1988. Uh, they declare themselves as the largest hosting company in Europe. Um, it looks to me like they're targeting uh, host primarily hosting solutions from all medium size size businesses. Um, they currently have uh, so I want to talk about stats for a minute. 
So uh, I've derived my stats, and it's on the main page. Oh, man. Where did it go? I've got to find it. All right. So it looks like domainstats.com is what I used. And domainstats... If you click on the link that I put in the article, that just actually dumps you to their homepage. But they do have another page where they basically break down the uh, registered domains, uh, or excuse me, the number of domains that each registrar has, right? So according to domain stats, then um, I've lost my place, man. All right, according to domain stats, they had 6 million plus domains registered. They support 424 TLDs. Ionis, you know, they're a major player, right? Um, it looks like they're offering uh, dollar domain name registrations right now, which is a really great deal. Um, I didn't dig into it. It might be for, you know, .xyz. Usually, I think .xyz, I saw several of those for $0.99. Cents. Um but I did notice, you know, Ionis does lack some of the tools that domain investors desire. You know, they don't have a, a marketplace. They don't have an auction platform. Uh, I will say, looking at their websites right in front of me, uh, you know, it's it's very nice, um, very bright. It's They did a great, good job on it. Um, but if I'm a domain investor from a domains, domain investor standpoint, like this, this isn't particularly a company you know a registrar that i might use right it's not targeting specifically domain investors right so let's look at their competitor in this bracket right netzone they're out of uh, switzerland all right just make sure i'm still recording netzone out of switzerland it's netzone.ch they use the country code.ch um and that's common, right, for businesses in Europe to use their country code TLDs. Uh, according to main stats, they have less than 6,000 domains registered currently. Um, they're offering a handful of TLDs. They're a boutique registrar, right? It looks like to me, look at their website. It's very cool. Um, you do have to choose English, and then you can view it a little bit better. Um but they're a boutique registrar, right? They're a proven business. They've been around since 97. Um, they do offer some other, you know, related things like hosting and email and uh, security integrations. I see no... Uh, they do offer free SSL. I do see nothing with uh, privacy, although in Europe they handle that a little bit different. Um, so... This was interesting breaking this down, right? Because I don't think NetZone is a pushover. I think from a registrar perspective, they're about the same. They're close. And I think Ionis, you know, even though they, um, Ionis went on to win, right? In pretty convincing fashion. But it's not, they're not blowing away the competition. And if I'm Ionis from a main investor perspective, I, I might look at that a little bit. All right, next game. So, Ionis advances. All right, next one. 
It's going to be the three seed enom.com. Let me find enom on one of my browsers. Okay, here we go. Enom. So looking at them, they're uh, probably a low three seed. Um, they have less than 200,000 domain names actively registered. Um, so they're not pulling in those big numbers that you look at the other ones, but they do offer 400 registration and 430 TLDs. And, uh, one thing about Enom that I didn't realize they offer integration with both CEDO and Afternic right out of the great gate. So that's, that's a great, uh, benefit, right? Don't have to do some of that other jumping around, uh, they have to do with others. Um, they also offer some pre-registration for new GTLDs. Um, and it does look like they're in the competitive pricing range, but they're definitely not the cheapest. Um, but I think the features they offer are pretty nice. All right, now looking at their um, Challenger Internet BS. All right, so this is one of these guys I'd never been to before. I'd read about them and kind of on name pros and heard some folks talk they like them, so... I really want to dig into them. So to me, they look like a very strong 14 seed and they build them. They brand themselves as quote unquote built for domain investors. They offer free privacy. Um, and then some other things like URL and email forwarding, but that's, you know, like registrars need to stop this. Like everyone does it. If everyone does it, that's not really a thing you should be blasting about. Right differentiate yourself all right but they do offer free free privacy um if you're into that um and it looks like one thing that that interests me they talk about blockchain so they've kind of jumped into um the blockchain name arena and i've got a link to that in the article where they where you can register eth domain names uh and then they recently released their domain checker which is uh designed to help check availability and bulk and it's generate some suggestions for usernames based on keywords uh so that's actually pretty cool they do not offer marketplace or integrations um that i could find so i i think this was a this was a good this was a good matchup right like they're uh and could be a uh I thought in my mind coming into it, I thought, you know, internet BS might pull it out. Um, and they use the dot net, dot net TLD, which is cool. All right. Um, however, I will say do primarily to their uh, marketplace, right? I think Enom wins this one. And with the, you know, after Nick and CEDO integration is huge. And so I think Enom wins this one. It's a close one, but they win. And I'm going to close those browser tabs out. All right. Next one is the fourth seed. And this puts pins. Um, let me find a big rock. Where are we at? Big rock. All right. Big rock. And then uh, dreamhost.com. So dream rock is the four seed. Dreamhost is the 13 seed. It looks like uh, Big Rock is owned by a company called Endurance International. Endurance International also runs Bluehost, HostGator, and some other registrars, uh, including Dotster. Those are the notes I made. I hope that's all correct. And I do make a disclaimer right at the beginning of all my articles. Listen, I'm not uh, an expert. There's a lot of information on the 
internet. Uh, I am not affiliated with any of these guys, and I this is basically based off everything I see off their website, right? So just that little disclaimer there. But let me tell you, I think Big Rock knows they're not one of the big boys, right? But they rely on sheer numbers. And let me talk about that. So when I was trying to find 64 registrars, I went to ICANN. I looked it up all the ICANN um, registrars there on the website. And there was a lot of redirects from some, you know, random random domain registrars to BigRock.com. Uh, there were, you know, maybe six or more, uh, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, so... They clearly see that this is a numbers game, and that's what they're doing, right? So they've got about 400,000 registrations, according to domainstats.com, 161 TLDs. Um, It looks like their pricing is above average, um, but nothing like, you know, no auga, nothing sticks out to me, right? Um, they do not offer a marketplace or anything that differentiates themselves from their competitors. Uh, you know, they do offer like a 100, megab- 100 megabyte email account domain forwarding. Uh, they do not list pro- privacy as an option on their website. Listen, I don't understand that, right? Like, it should be clear from the get-go what you include. All right. So, DreamHost... Um, they actually have more domains registered than their uh, opponent here. They have about 700,000 names. Um, they state on their website they work with 400-plus TLDs, uh, which is more than what Big Rog offers. Um, they do offer free p- privacy protection. So let me I'll close Big Rock. Let me look at DreamHost. So go check out DreamHost. Um, this was a... Uh, one of the guys I wasn't super familiar with. They got a clean, uh, modern website, uh, easily readable, um, free privacy. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and it does look like you know, comparing DreamHost to Big Rock, then their dot their first year dot com registration is almost fifty percent cheaper than that of a Big Rock. All right, let me get a sip of water here. And this one was a tight one, but I'm going to tell you, this is the first episode of the tournament. DreamHost pulls it out. They get the W. They win by a handful of points. And the uh, 13th seed DreamHost will defeat Big Rock. All right, next matchup. OpenProvider.com is the 5 seed, and they're going against the 12 seed by Domains.com. And then in the NCAA tournament, these are your these are upset alerts. Five versus twelve, right? You got to look for these guys. So, Open Provider has about a quarter million uh, domains registered. Um, they're based out of the Netherlands. Um, they offer registration, quote unquote, with thirteen hundred new and exotic TLDs since two thousand four. So, let me go over. I'm going to close out this other one, and I'm going to find my tab with. Ah, here we go. Open Provider. Uh, again, a modern website. It's nice. It's in English. Um, now, I will say that you must be a member. Okay, so what is it? They they claim to offer domain name registrations at cost, but you must be a member. All right? 
Um, one thing that's cool is if you go at the top of the page, they have a tab. It's called Productions, or excuse me, Promotions. And right in there, they tell you about any promotions they have, right? Special prices and membership, uh, spam experts, uh, some other things. So I really like that. Uh, they offer, they have their pricing for um, TLDs. So any um, current promotions for TLDs. So .pet, you know, for example, .wiki. And they have a price by it. And it looks like from a localization standpoint, excuse me, from a, um, the, the translations part of this, looks like the currency isn't translated. So that's a bug. I'm a tester. I can't help it. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, it looks like, uh, you know, they do offer, like I said, they do offer this as their promotions. They offer current promotions for any TLDs, and that's very, very cool. I did like that a lot. Um, and they do offer availability of new TLDs at sunrise. So you can register domains during the sunrise uh, portion of a new GTLD. GTLD. All right, so let's jump over to buy domains. Let me find buy domains on my tab. All right, buy domains. Uh, first impressions is a nice website. Uh, it's pretty standard, you know, top of the top of the website there. They got enter your domain name and keyword. Um, it's got a drop down for your TLDs. That always bothers me. I don't like that. And uh, for example, if you go to a lot of the big registrars, you just type in the keyword and it'll show you the available. TLDs, um, but I don't I don't know the market research behind that. All right, so buy domains been around since '99. Uh, they have about 360,000 domain names registered. Um, they offer 20 TLDs, from what I can see. Right, like if I click on the drop down for the TLD, then there's 20 of them there. So I assume they offer 20. Um, it looks like to me that they're marketing to businesses and individuals who want websites, right? So they want to sell hosting. Um, I don't see anything particular to domain investors outside of domain name registration. Um, the pricing really doesn't differentiate themselves as far as I can tell. Uh, so for me today, um, this is this is a 5 versus 12 with five, five wins. Uh, so open provider, open provider will defeat by domains all right next matchup is going to be gandhi.net versus pork bun all right so let me close out by domains and i'm going to go to gandhi.net who's the sixth seed all right so gandhi um so gandhi does get some domain investors love from what i can tell um, they are provided. They are residing on that, you know, .NET uh, TLD, which is ninety since ninety nine. I wonder who is Gandhi.com. Gandhi.com. Okay, so Gandhi.com is a like a a, a mortgage company in San Francisco. All right, cool. Um, interesting. All right, so Gandhi.net's been around since ninety nine. Um, they don't have some of the sheer numbers here. They have about a hundred thousand registrations actively. Um, so they're, you know, medium sized registrar. Uh, they've got 51 to hundred employees. Um, the physical offices are located throughout Europe. They got several offices according to the website. 
Um, they offer registration of over 750 TLDs and include two email inboxes with each domain registered. Let me tell you. Listen, dude. So I told you I'm, you know, uh, I use uh, SiteGround for my hosting right now. So one of the hosts that I use also use WordPress, right? SiteGround is awesome because, listen, I can I get as many email inboxes as I, as I want, right? So stop advertising that. All right. <laughs> uh, they also offer discounts to registered users based on the amount uh, that you spend on registration, uh, I've seen this at a couple registrars, so the discounted tiers, uh, the discounted tiers start at $6,000, so it's a little high. Um, they also offer free SSL and privacy with each registration, and they have a bulk search. I played around with the bulk search tool. That's pretty neat. All right, so they go up against um, Portbun. Let me tell you, bulk search. So let me talk about bulk search for a minute. I do not understand bulk search at all. There are some good implementations of bulk search. So let me find... Okay, so here, you may enter multiple domains here. One per line. Hold on. This is... Okay, that's bulk registration. Let me go to the bulk search. Um, okay, that's bulk register. All right, they do have that. Transfer, let me find it. Um... All right, I'm not going to keep it on the horn here, but they do offer bulk search. I'll find a bulk search. We'll talk about that later. I don't really get it. All right, there's some poor implementations of it. All right, so 11th seat of Port Bun uh, has been around since 2014. I actually heard, I think, the, the gentleman who founded it or their current CEO, he was on a uh, Domain Investors podcast recently. I don't remember which one. Um, very interesting guy. Looks like to me that they really uh, want to make design, UI design important, right? And he really talked about um, having a great website design and, and how that works with domain names. So uh, maybe if I can dig up that podcast, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. So Pork Bun offers robust bulk searching. So let's look at Pork Bun. All right, so if I go here... All right, and I'm like, okay, bulk search. So right on the right at the bottom of their page uh, is the it says oink, right? And you can just click on the button in the search uh, box. It says bulk search. Then it pops up. It says enter one domain per line. You can search for a maximum. Okay, all right. So let me enter uh, jasonflorida.com. That one I know is registered, right? And let me enter uh, let me enter one without a. Um, TLD on it and see what happens. Just Jason Florida. Uh, let me enter, um, let's see, Names Pro. Let me try that one. Let me enter just some random characters. Let me enter a really, really um, long one, right? Let's see, Jimmy Crack Corn, and I don't care. Uh, let me enter one with some invalid characters, just some ampersands here. All right, anyways, I'm a tester. If you can't tell that, like, I'm going to do it. All right, so let me hit search and see what happens. Search results. So of all those things that I searched, the only one that returned is uh, jasonflorida.com with a line through it, and it just says unavailable. <laughs> That's interesting. And then right beside unavailable, it's got a little 
a tooltip, a little question mark, and if you hover over that, it says renews at $8.56. Okay, well, what if I don't own it? Anyways, um, so bulk search. Listen, guys, I don't understand bulk search. If you use bulk search, please, like, at me on Twitter, at Jason Florida, send me an email. I don't understand bulk search at all. All right, help me out with that. Now, I do see some good implementations of it, and I'll talk about that later. I think it was, I want to say Namebright. Um, maybe they had a good implementation, but when I find one, I'll, I'll let you know what that is. All right, so back to pork bun. All right. Um, so robust bulk searching, if you're into that and if you find useful... Um, they do have some really competitive registration costs. So right now it's less than four bucks for a dot com name on there, right? It's pretty good. Um, with registration, you do get free privacy and an e- e- uh, an email and URL forwarding and SSL certificate. Um, so that's kind of pork bun, right? And so pork bun, I think, is pretty good. Um, so Gandhi strikes me as a registrar that domainers love, I think. Um, I think the pricing and layout of Portbun, though, ultimately overcomes some of the under, underwhelming but well-advertised features of Gandhi. So to me, Portbun advances. All right, next game. This is a 7 versus 10. This is namesilo.com versus rebel.com. So let me close out Gandhi. All right, name Silo. Uh, they they brand themselves right up. The t- I love this brand. So it's cheap, easy, secure. Cheap, easy, and secure. That's great. Um, so digging a little bit deeper, I see they have about 3 million domain registrations, according to domainstats.com. They're sporting around 400 TLDs. That's plenty. Um, so Name Silo, they're based out of Arizona. Um, they do offer bulk discounts. So if you buy 50-plus domains... Um, then you get a discount. Now, it doesn't tell you what the discount is. It doesn't tell you, like, do I have to buy 50 at a time? Or after I register 50, then do I get a discount on my 50 first? Or do I have to buy 50 more? So it really doesn't state that uh, best on the website. Um, they do offer here. Okay, so they offer some bulk searching tools. So let's go see. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I don't see the bulk right away, and I'm not going to make you hold-ons, but I did make a note they offer some bulk searching tools. You know my opinion on those already. Um, but I really like their, their website is very simple. It's very clear. Um, however, it's not clear what I get with the purchase, um, which typically as a consumer indicates to me that, uh, there's an issue, right? Like they're going to try to tack on some stuff, right? Which ultimately you don't have to pay for anything you want. Um, I do see uh, they do have a marketplace. Um, they have expired domains and auction domains. Uh, you can get that if you scroll down just a couple couple lines there. You'll see um, buy and sell domains with ease at domain marketplace. So uh, from a UI design and from a uh, their catchy slogan... I'm like a name silo. All right. They go against rebel.com. You can also go to rebel.ca. Redirects to rebel.com, I think. Let me check that. So if I go to 
rebel dot oh ca yeah redirects to rebel.com all right they've been around since 87 all right that's that's a long time in in the tech world uh they have about 300,000 domains actually registered um they're uh so they're a little bit smaller uh than than name silo um so you do get a free one-page website and three months of free email with registration. I don't think those are valuable to domain investors unless you want to fidget around with putting up your landing page. Um, they do offer uh, a bunch of TLDs. Um, but looking at the pricing, it's a little bit higher than some of their competitors. And I see no mention of anything about privacy. Um, I can only assume that that's something that you can add at checkout, but there's no mention of it, uh, prior to, uh, to me, I think this one named silo walks away pretty easily. They defeat rebel. They will advance next game. All right. So let's talk about this one. I might catch some flack. This is going to be host gator. Um, obviously, HostGator is famous for their hosting plans. Uh, however, you know they got eight hundred thousand uh, domains reg- actively registered. I don't think they can be dismissed, right? So, but they do only offer fifteen TLDs. So, .com, .website, .info, .club, .org, .host, .co, and so on. Fifteen of them. I appreciate. You know, I can appreciate. They list uh, the TLD prices right on their page, right? They do also, right up front, they say, hey, we charge additional amount for privacy. Um, and let me just see if I can find that. Uh, WordPress. I will say that when I was shopping around for uh, hosting and settled on SiteGround, then I did look at Blue, po- Blue uh, excuse me, HostGator, and I heard that their support was really bad, and that's why ultimately I didn't go with them. But from a domains perspective, you know, uh, you can register, you can transfer them in. It says right now on the website, it's $12.95 a year. Dark, no, it says .com starting at $12.95 a year. You can explore their 15 TLDs they offer. Um, let's see, domain privacy protection. They do offer... So, I mean, they have a great website, right, for domain registration. Um, but uh, let, let, let's take a look at 123-reg.co.uk. Um, let's look at these guys. So, they're out of the UK, obviously. Uh, they were found in 2000. They have more than 800,000 domains, domain, uh, excuse me, TLDs registered. Uh, oh, 800,000 domain names registered. Uh, They offer at least 56 TLDs that I could find. And they do uh, display upfront pricing on each of those. They offer free privacy to customers and a renewal guarantee, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, So check that out, the renewal guarantee. And speaking of renewal guarantee, so I have um, some domains registered with GoDaddy. And I have two credit cards on file with them. And, um, one of the, the first credit card I have is the primary, one of my domains went to renewal and be honest with you, I didn't, 
I wasn't sure if I wanted to renew it. I had bought the domain for a personal project. In fact, it's not even listed for sale on my website. I bought it for a personal project, and I thought, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to do that project after all. So maybe I'll just let it expire. And <laughs> so in lieu of, I had to have all my domains set up to automatically renew. And, you know, I was like, you know, I think that credit card, I, I don't think there's any money on that. So it'll decline it and it'll expire. Fine. Well, I had forgotten. I put a backup payment form on there. So it renewed, right? It went it went through the primary method, which was declined. And then it had my second credit card and it renewed. And I was like, well, you know, now I own that domain name for a little bit longer. All right. So, uh, so there are some options that registrars offer that will prevent you from losing your uh, domain names. All right. So one, two, three, reg, um, you know, it's an eight versus nine matchup, which in the March Madness tournament is pretty good. Um, it was a tight game and I think one, two, three, reg actually pulls away. And I'm going to tell you, this one's much closer than what I thought is I didn't think HostGator would really match up at all. Now if HostGator, if they offered more TLDs, I think they'd be an okay registrar. Now, let's keep in mind that HostGator is actually owned by um, one of the other companies I mentioned earlier. So they do have registrars separate. So maybe they're not interested in building that product up. All right. So, folks, that's the whole South region. So if you go, and I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, let me find it. Put a link in the show notes to the updated bracket. And you can see that in the next round, it's going to be GoDaddy versus 123Reg. Then it's going to be Open Provider versus Dreamhost. All right, that's one side of the brackets. And then the next bracket is going to be Porkbun versus Enom and Name Silo versus Ionis. All right, so when I go over my next article that breaks down the, the um, going into the Sweet 16, so these you know, half of those teams will be advancing to the Sweet 16. When I break that down, I'm not just going to talk about the same thing as I've already talked about, the same thing as I talk about in the article. I'm going to talk about how they compare to each other, right? And that's what I'm talking about is is not just, you know, how does GoDaddy match up with Dominion Domains, right? I want to know how do they compare to one another. Do It's very possible that one of these big guys is going to get beat by someone in a niche because a niche really does something well. It's possible, right? And I'm going to go through it. This is all my opinion. Take it and leave it. All right. I hope you enjoyed it. Check out my articles and links. Um, I would like to ask you again, if you're into hosting, you support my podcast, go to siteground.com forward slash go forward slash Jason Florida, I could recommend you there. I can recommend them as a good service provider for hosting. All right. So feel free. I want you to get in touch with me. You can reach me on almost all platforms at Jason Florida. So that's Twitter, that's Facebook, that's Instagram, that's Pinterest. I never use Pinterest, by the way. Um, and LinkedIn, right? So with those guys, you can email me, contact at jasonflorida.com. I'd love to hear from you and i'm going to push through this bracket and i hope everything works out with you and coronavirus and um 
I'll probably record another podcast or two this week that's going to break down the the East and the uh, Midwest and the West, and I'll go ahead and push those out. And I, I'm hoping that they start to take off a li- little bit um, in terms of uh, traffic. So I appreciate you. Thank you very much, and I'll talk to you later. Bye.